just working on uh on the site really just every day i clock it all and we helped uh, my in-law my father-in-law paint we did the house yeah oh and we did not line the ceiling oh we didn't tape it yeah we didn't tape it no because he had so he aaron is a very he knows how he likes to do things yeah uh-huh. so when he doesn't do things my mind like if he doesn't do something my mind immediately goes to he doesn't want to do I think that was a fair assessment yes yeah that's what I was with you yeah so he taped up one side of the wall and then he didn't tape up the other side part of it and then he didn't tape the ceiling so in my mind I just assumed well so we're painting an entire hallway yeah like from one length of the house to the other it's a it's a long hallway and he on one side of the hallway and at the ends he taped around all, every door frame. He taped along the uh, the molding, right? Yep. Uh-huh. And yeah, and, and and he did not do the ceiling anywhere. Yeah. Right? The crown molding yeah. at all. He didn't tape it at all. And then on the other side, he told us he was like, Hey, you know, I got tired of taping. So here's some tape if you guys are able to finish the rest of it. So like when he leaves and we're there and we're painting the side that is taped, we just assume there must be a reason why he didn't tape the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so Shama, what I did was freehand like 90%. Yeah, but this is crazy. More tiring, more effort when you I tell you what, I did it though. I had a system. He got back and he was like, are you freehanding it? And Desiree's like, well, yeah. And he's like, Man, it's so much easier if you tape it. And we're like, well, yeah, we know this. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I know that. I know when you know somebody and you're assuming that's, that's how they, they want things to go. Yeah. But it, it would have been easier for you to ask. You know? oh, I'm aware. Yeah. That's what he said. He was like, why don't you ask? You know. <laughs> well, he was at the hospital. He was at the hospital. Oh, he yeah. visited his mom who, who so what am I got surgery do? done this weekend. So. Yeah, she was having surgery. She's good. But he was I'm at the hospital. I'm glad that she's good. Yeah. He was at the hospital. He was like, it's not really the time. He was like, hey, do you want me to tape? The- I don't know. I just don't want to bother him. He's at the hospital. <laughs> and, Ro, you mentioned earlier the website. Like, I'm so, like, really impressed with what I've seen so far. And I cannot wait for our audience to, to see the amount of effort that That's you funny. guys are putting in there. Oh, I, listen, it's all Raul. Oh, Raul. As somebody who has built several websites, I am completely impressed as what Raul's doing right yeah, now. Yeah, from what I've seen like, so far, it's amazing. Like, uh, the, 
and thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for what yeah, you're doing. I'd never built a website before, and I just heard Desiree complain about building websites. For most of our marriage. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to figure it out, you know? And that's what it's frustrating. And some days I spend the entire day yep. just figuring out how to get one thing to click correctly. Yep. Yeah. I remember your essay, you were telling me over, over the phone, I finally found the thing that will make it fade all yes. the way up or down. I said, oh my God. Yes. I was, yes. I, like it, I was trying to get the, the side, the, 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 the What's it called? The right, no right sidebar. Yes. Yeah, to have a slidey. You guys will see it when the website is up. And it took me forever to figure out how, that, how I got that to work. But I got it to work. Yeah. It looks it looks great. So I'm excited for the site to go up. Hopefully it goes up first or second week of August. And we'll have that ready for you guys. It's going to be good. Nice. Did you have time to watch any movies this week? Yes, we watched. I know for a fact we watched one movie. Because we watched it twice. I really think I we watched it one night and then the very next night we, we watched did. it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we like so so it's long shot. That's why we picked the. Uh, it must have been love for the opening. It's it's not because we consider it the best song ever written because we don't at all. <laughs> uh, actually, thinking on it, we should have chosen a Boys to Men song because that would have been better. That was a great movie. <laughs> I I really loved that movie. Like, I'm still surprised. Do you guys see back to back in two so, separate nights? Yeah. Like, so like we watched it one night. Like, oh, we should watch Long Shot. Like I had a list of movies that I'm like, I I, I had a list of movies. Some of them were heavy. Some of them were a little lighter. So that's and the night before with Lindsay, Lindsay Dunn, um, we had watched The Mustang. Oh, it's a heavy one. It's a heavy movie. Mm-hmm. So then the next night, Desert was like, oh, Long Shot. I was like. Great, that's a great show. So we watched it, and then the very next day, we got back from painting. You know, took a shower, got ready for the, you know, to just chill for the rest of the night. And we got on, I was like, what do I want to watch? And Desiree goes, is it wrong to say long shot again? I was yeah. like, no, it's never wrong. I was like, not at all. Let's just watch long shot yeah. again. So we watched it again. I'm, I'm, it's I, so good. I think it's it's a great movie. I love that movie. And for the audience, for you guys, whoever didn't watch this movie, please try to watch yeah. it. It's not cheesy. It's It's great. The comedy is is fun and hilarious, and it's available for free on HBO Max. You know, and it's also time. a little bit relevant. <laughs> yeah, and I tell you what, if, if I kept saying this throughout the film, and Desiree was like, "Well, duh," but like Charlize Theron is an incredible actress. Yes, She's so good. We kept pausing <laughs> and rewinding some of her scenes. We're yeah, like, right. we have to watch that again. Her yeah. delivery. She's a master of acting. Really, she hits. She. She has to her her like this role required her to do so many different things and hit so many different levels that like it just blew me away. And her delivery every single line was so incredibly convincing. She like, she's Meryl Streep status in my book. In my book too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like the way that she oh, she she transforms, she alternates between like uh, several characteristics, several per- several performances. And she's she's getting like more uh, talented by time. Yeah, like, it's is. insane. Like, uh, yeah, she 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 would be great. She would have more Oscars, I believe. Like, she would have better roles in the free- everything. Um, she's awesome. What did you watch? I I was out of town, for, so um, I watched uh, Inception because they're breaking the tenth anniversary. anniversary. I was really hoping that I can watch it in Dolby or IMAX or any. You're media. telling me that ten years ago is when I sat in a theater and watched Inception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not crazy. Wow, 
Do you remember? I remember when I saw Inception for the first time. Me too. I remember sitting in the theater after the movie was over in utter disbelief. Yeah, how in the world did he get to reach this? I just didn't. I guess I, I, I didn't understand like how someone created what I had just watched. Mm-hmm. It was another level. And, it was and, so good. Yes, I, this the word that we are going to say was another level. level. And I believe that's why it took him another 10 years to come out with Tenet that we were supposed to be watching, but we're hopeful. hopefully we will watch one day. Inception was one of those <laughs> movies that about, like I would say, three-fourths of the way in, I had to pee. Oh. <laughs> and, I was, and you know, it's like one of those movies that you can't leave. So as soon as it ended, I bolted. And it was a long movie, too. Yeah, it's two hours and 28 minutes, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I was, of course, I was sitting down on the opening night in one of the uh, theaters, and somebody came in literally at the first second of the movie, like when the movie started, mm-hmm. and he kept like yelling, "What happened? I don't understand." He he thought that the movie started already because like everything it happened in the first thirty minutes. Nobody can understand anything or like twenty minutes, you know. Especially like with the scene with the with the old guy on the table and. So people kept telling him, no, it started like this. You know, like you didn't miss anything. Just like, just wait. So it is, it is. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. If you didn't see the Universal logo, I mean, Warner Brothers logo, you would just like say, oh, this is like something happened before. You know know what I just realized? Because you said the movie's two hours and 28 minutes. And for a second, I had a, I had a, 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 a slight loss of my mind because I, I got really excited. Because as as you may be aware, yeah, Inception is tied for my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. with the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, and I knew that the girl with the dragon tattoo is two hours and thirty eight minutes. For, oh, but when you said two hours and twenty eight minutes, I was like, are they both the exact same length? My two favorite films, but they're not. They're ten minutes apart. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I should, and actually, I cannot believe that I remember that two hours and twenty eight minutes. Like it's really two hours and twenty eight minutes. Is, and, and and mentioning the girl with the dragon tattoo, we just like had the honor, as I always say, like to watch the movie again. You know, yeah. like it's how amazing these two movies are. Like these, like 2010, 2011 was like, and nobody was expecting them to come. Nobody was waiting for them. These are the the movies that the hype happens after. They show their success. They show their like fandom. Yeah. Like the fandom, like that kept asking Christopher Nolan to make a sequel for Inception, which he never confirms or denies if he's doing. And we have like speculations that then it might be. I remember getting being done with Inception and thinking, "Wow, it's been a really long time since I've seen a good movie." Yeah, yeah. I remember being done with the girl with the dragon tattoo and thinking, "Wow, I can't wait for the next one to come out." Oh, they screwed that one. And then Sony screwed the pooch. <laughs> oh, the next one was like something else. Like it was... Mm. Yeah. We will never see Fincher's uh, Girl Who Played With Fire, unfortunately. Wow. We can never say never, you know, but... Uh, yes, Shama, you can never say never. Yes, I can never say never. Like, it might happen one day, one day. But you know what should happen now? Should give the show a follow at M Report Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, good segue. Good segue. First up on the report, the news. So last week, Zack Snyder came out and said that his cut of Justice League, which guys, the Snyder cut, as is being has been called. Mm-hmm. He had said it was going to be around five hours. He guaranteed that. You know what? My cut of Justice League. 
five hours long. Well, he came out last week and said it's 214 minutes. We're not great at math, history shows. But I used a calculator and realized 214 minutes is about the length of one Irishman, <laughs> which is three and a half hours in layman's. That is not five hours. No, that's that's an entire normal movie length shorter. What happened? First of all, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care either. Like, but, yeah, but there are people out there that do care. I just, I, I will see just like to know, okay, what is this about? If Zach even finished the movie and this didn't happen to his family and he was he was able to finish the movie, horrific thing be, to happen to his family. So, of course, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. And would, would the movie would would be great? It might not, and I don't think so. Oh, oh. But I will watch the movie. But there are people. My thing is, there are fans out there that are excited to see this, and they've been excited. They, you know, there's been this debate. Oh my gosh, five hours? Is it gonna be, you know, five hours long? Is it gonna be two two and a half hour? Is it going to be six episodes, 45 minutes? Yeah. Like, people have been speculating. No, this can be one sitting. Exactly. This can be one sitting, one movie. The Irishman proved it. Yeah. Of of course. That's the whole day, you know? Because there's an aftermath of the Irishman. You know, it's like, just like, go home and we need five cups of coffee, you know? But going back to Zack Snyder and the, the Snyder's cut. This was like, I think it was part of the propaganda about the opening of HBO Max, and at the same time, remembering the Snyder's Cut and get the fans of the Snyder's Cut that have been asking for Well before HBO Max. Of course, of course. But I mean, like, it's all happening as a revival for the idea. And I'm glad that, like, uh, Warner Brothers listen to the fans. Because I sometimes, like, feel okay. Because we might see something or hear something that we have never seen before. But the point is that he was calculating his five hours upon... His storyboard, in addition to the film scenes. Right. So you, you do not connect some pictures with the story because you're not doing an animation. So Warner yeah. Brothers said that there is no reshooting. No reshooting. So if you are not using the storyboard that they hand drawn or, or, or the digitalized, you cannot put it on the screen. You can. So there is no way that you will reach this point of duration of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, but with the change in the idea mm-hmm. and the ending, especially. With most mostly with Superman and Cyborg, we might see different things. Okay, but as as you said before, mm. he's not using uh, any of Josh Whedon's footage. Which is what did he say? He said about an hour, didn't he? Yeah, he said I had to shoot about an hour of footage. Yeah, this is this is cr- this these together might be the five hours. Yeah, but like this is childish. But if you're not using these footage, so what are you doing with certain scenes? Because Josh Sweden, he filmed things at the beginning of the movie from what mm-hmm. we've seen. Are you going to cut it? Especially like there is a scene like of Batman, like uh, when he was driving, like Ben Affleck has to go back to Toronto to film that scene, that scene again from a different angle because it wasn't there. So what, what he going to do with this? Like th- that will be like different edit of the movie, which is, the, which is, of course it will happen. It's obvious, but there are scenes that are crucial with the villain that, that Joss Whedon filmed. So they're going to take it off. Okay, but I believe if he if he's just for the sake of not using any footage that he didn't film, this is childish. It's but childish. if it will add to the story and the idea and it will make the movie a good movie, okay. And of course, we do not evaluate or criticize or judge till we see the final product. But I can judge based on previous product of the same nature. Like Man of Steel, no bueno. Batman v Superman, no bueno. 
Actually, it gets so worse. Why? Like, it gets man, worse. Man of Steel is better so, than, than so, Batman so v why, why am I... Why, why should I assume that a three-and-a-half-hour cut of Justice League is going to be good? Uh, yeah, you're correct. I'm not assuming. I'm not assuming, but we're just like... We'll wait I don't know. See. I don't know if I can watch it. And also, like, with this amount of movies getting pushed, oh, yeah. like, okay, Zack Snyder will... The Snyder's Cup, we will find time for it. One day, but just like finish the product and <laughs> we will see what's gonna happen, you know. Next up on the news, guys, Paramount and Disney have joined WB's lead and pushed their films. What a surprise! <laughs> uh, what is going on, Shama? And are we ever going to see Avatar 2? What's going on? This sentence, this question needs another year to explain what's happening in 2020. <laughs> You know, like 2020 is seeing everything we've never seen before. Walking through a hallway of a movie theater, looking at the posters outside and seeing that I've seen like seven posters of, of movies that were supposed to be to be out. They, yeah. they, we should have been seeing all these big hits. Last week, Warner Brothers decided when the number of cases spiked that they would push Tenet indefinitely. And of course, Disney followed and they said, okay, we don't want to be the first uh, studio to open the theaters again. And, the first, and, and they pushed Mulan indefinitely. <laughs> Not only that, pushing Mulan indefinitely, unfortunately, they decided to, to say that, or to announce that Avatar 2 is not coming in December 2021. Oh, boy. But it's coming in December 2022. And it, it, as we know from before, that we are alternating every December between Avatar and Star Wars, the new trilogies that are coming. So now we will have Star Wars in 2023. So Avatar 2, 2022, 2024 Avatar 3, 2026 Avatar 4, 2028 Avatar 5. Shama, I'll be 40 years old. When I see Avatar 5. I feel like... Can I just cut in for a second? You'll be 60. I feel like you guys (laughs) are thinking about this in the wrong way. We don't very often in our older age get to grow up with something. You know, we have Harry Potter. We have Star Wars. I feel like you should be excited about being able to grow up with something. But what if we die? What if we die? Yes. Don't die. Excuse me? Don't die. You guys are okay. I, I, you, I cannot guarantee that I watch two, not five. Like, Avatar 2 is 2022. Right now. It's insane. <laughs> like, I was like, I was scared that I would not be able to see Endgame, you know? <laughs> like, so for this to, to be happening, like, I, I, we don't know. But to go back to see what, what happened, Warner Brothers decided to push Tenet indefinitely, and Disney followed. After that, yesterday, Warner Brothers decided to push Tenet to a certain date. And they announced what everybody have been asking for. Play the movie whenever, wherever it's ready to be played. So they decided to play the movie internationally on August 27th mm. and in the US on September 3rd in select cities, select states, select movie theaters. They said, whatever will be opening, we will play the movie there. If two, st- two in the same state, two different counties, one county will allow movie theaters to open, another county will not, they will play it in the one that will open. And the same with the states. This, they said, and this is correct. As we said before, this movie is supposed to be making $800 million. It's right. not happening. 
So you 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 want to wait till till you will not ever make the eight hundred or just like get the four hundred now or the three hundred or whatever the movie will be getting, you know. And at this point, we're supposed to have Top Gun Maverick should have been out. Paramount decided to move to move this movie not not only the like they moved it a month ago from June twenty twenty to Christmas twenty twenty. Friday they decided to push the movie to June twenty twenty one. Not only that. A Quiet Place, which were supposed to be opening last week of March 2020, which I personally know people, general audience, fans that have seen the movie in a public screening, <laughs> not even film critics. And me and Raul, as we said before, we were supposed to be there watching the movie. And unfortunately, we had to stay late at work that night. So for this movie to be pushed from March 2020, then September 2020, then April 2021, this is crazy. And unfortunately, Paramount followed what happened. I would rather them say indefinite, better than, than just like putting yeah, a date and true. reverting it back. And I think that was smart from Disney. And that was smart from Warner Brothers to push the movie just like a month without saying what what's the month. It just said indefinitely. Yeah. That's one of the two, the two key words of 2020. All right, indefinite uh, and unprecedented. And unprecedented. Exactly. <laughs> Two words that like we've been using like we've never used before. I was telling Lily, like my daughter, I was telling her like uh, yeah, well, it's one of my favorite terms now. Unprecedented. It, like, yeah. it, it never it never happened before. So not only the big studios, the small studios has to follow the lead because yeah. if the big studios are not making money, definitely the small studios will not have the chance. So same is happening with Bill and Ted. The movie was supposed to be opening this weekend. They decided to, to push it a, a week after and to release it at the drive-in theaters and the theaters that are opened in addition to PBOD. Then today they decided to push it, to move it to September 4th, which is the, the day after what Tenet will open. Tenet is opening September 3rd. What's the day? September 3rd. <laughs> What's that number? September 3rd in the U.S., Disney, in addition to pushing Mulan indefinitely, Avatar and Star Wars a year, they pushed Ray and the Dragon uh, to April 2021. So far, we still have Black Widow first week of September. Mm. Uh, I mean, November, I'm sorry. First week of November. And Antebellum, that was supposed to be opening in August, they pushed it to 2021. But we still have the New Mutants because they just released a lovely trailer. <laughs> Uh, at Comic-Con, and I love the marketing team at uh, the Walt Disney Pictures and at, at, at Fox because the, uh, I love how they the, the ended the, the, the trader, saying, like, hopefully August 28th, 2020. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. This, this, this is something else. So out of all these movies that were pushed to Christmas and then pushed from Christmas to June 2021, hopefully, with the new with the new updates, something else will happen. And we, studios, we will accept it, even if you didn't say indefinitely and you push the movie to 2021 to revert it and come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come back. I want to see A Quiet Place this year. <laughs> also, because we're nothing if not accurate here. You said June for Top Gun, July 7th for Top Gun. You said September 4th for Bill and Ted. September 1st for Bill and Ted. Oh, it's 4th? You said 4th. September 1st, that's like three days be, that's before. Like, yeah, it's that's weird. a Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's what it says. September 1st, Bill and Ted's. July 7th, Top Gun, unless they bring it back. So, my next question to you, Sean. When are theaters opening? 
So far, Regal yesterday announced that they are opening on Friday, August 21st. And we know that Regal and AMC has like gentlemen's agreement that they will open at the same time. Previously, both of them wanted to open nationwide at the same time, all their locations. But but now, they they will just open whatever state is allowed them to open, whatever cities allowed them to open. So I believe that AMC will open on the same day like Regal. And also, because like Cinemark, we know before that they opened seven locations and they were supposed to, two weeks after that, to open another 35 and then another 35. And then Cinemark decided that th- this upcoming weekend, first week of August, they will open... 14 locations, and then coming soon gradually. And I believe after the announcement from Warner Brothers about Tenet on September 3rd, that they will open at the same time, August 20, 20th, August 21st, like Regan and AMC. So that's when I believe that the movie theaters will be opening. And according to their current statements, they're opening. Yes, they're open. They're no, there's no more pushing. There's no, no, no more pushing because they were waiting for this decision to happen from a big studio like Warner Brothers. Playing the movie internationally will, will not allow them not to play it domestically. People can wait for a week. But a backlash happened on Twitter about that. People started saying, Tenet will open a week worldwide <laughs> before the U.S.? This should never happen. And of course, the, the international film critics, they started saying, oh, put yourself in our shoes. Yeah. That's what we've been living our lives. We're waiting for the movies and trying to avoid spoilers online, spoilers on Twitter, spoilers from even piracy for, from, for about the movies, you know? And then people said, oh, Tenet is an American movie to be playing first in the US. That's no, true. cinema yeah. is universal. If, even if it's an English language, if it's filmed on the, the American lands, it's it's for everyone. I think we should all open with Japan. Oh, of course. Japan, like, I've been living all their lives always... Three weeks behind. Three weeks behind. <laughs> Unless, like, something huge, like when they got a, 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 a exceptions for for Avengers, you know, to open day on day, like, like, like the U.S. So, can you imagine if the movie opened in Japan before the U.S.? Like, the Japanese would be, like, super... <laughs> so excited. Yeah. And... Um, so the studios are having lots of negotiations with the movie theaters and the chains because everybody in, in the same loop. It's a circle. If, if, if somebody stopped, the entire system will stop. The gears all connected together. Yep. All connected together. Before I move on, I do want to say we have a crazy thunderstorm outside. So you can, if you can hear something weird, it's thunder, guys. All right. Uh, next up. Staying in the same theme of AMC, Universal and AMC came to terms and came to an agreement that brings back Universal Films to AMC screens. Shama, what's this mean? As we said before, we we know we knew that that the relationship will come back. Of course, it will take time. It will take different conditions, but it has to come back. You know, like can you imagine not watching the new Jurassic World? On Adobe screen, or the new Fast and Furious, or oh, that was a good one. That's my T Rex sound. And not only Jurassic Park and Fast and Furious, we are talking about lots of Universal Slate movies, and not only Universal produced movies, Universal distributed movies like Focus Focus Features, (laughs) (laughs) Blumhouse, exactly Focus Features, Blumhouse. So I'm glad that they came back to this agreement. AMC theaters and Universal. They announced that under the new agreement, 
that universal content will be exhibited at all AMC theaters in the U.S., indicating a minimum of 17 days of theatrical exclusivity. And it will be available across premium video on demand, also known as PVOD, after that. So this means that like big or small movies, they will have a minimum of 17 days and a maximum of 90 days. This will be great because it will be evaluated upon the title. So a small, a small production can have a minimum of 17 days. Big production like Jurassic World, like Fast and Furious, like any other big movies from Universal, definitely Universal will choose to have the movie longer in theaters, which at least provides confidence to, to AMC and other movie chains that the movie will be there for three weekends. That's what they were looking for. The, the movie in the first weekend makes the big chunk. The second week makes a great chunk. The third, it will start like slowing down. That's for a small production. But the big productions, they will keep them there. And, and this will not mean that the movies are leaving the theaters. No. They will be available after the 17 days on both. The, the premium format, in addition to keep playing at the theaters if they are doing well. Now, some would say 17 days. What an odd number. Because we've been saying for a while, 14 days. Give them 14 days. I tell you, I know how they got to this number. Yeah. Universal said 14 days. AMC said 20. (laughs) And they said 15, 19, 16, 18, 17. And that's our final offer. They said, like, let's let's be in the middle, right? (laughs) Yeah. I I believe, I believe it will be at 17 days because the opening night is not considered a day. So when the movie opens on a Thursday, it's not. It's considered a night in the movie, in the industry. So if we're, if they're opening on Friday morning, so they have like from a Friday to a Friday, that's a seven days. And then from the Friday to another, to the Friday after that, it's 14 days. And so they would like to consider, to have the weekend. weekends. Yeah. They still consider it the night, even though they keep pushing the time from midnight. And it's like sometimes 11.45, and then sometimes it's like... Now it's 7. It's 7 six, p.m. Oh, six, my seven. gosh. Sometimes and they still consider it yeah. the night. That's great. That's great for the chain, for the movie theaters. It doesn't make sense, but and, sure. And I, I believe that 17 is like... In, I think, I believe, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it, it... 17 makes sense, so three weekends. Oh, yeah, 17, perfect, because they will have the three weekends, and that's what they are looking for. If they told them, okay, we stop playing the movie on Sunday, the theaters would say, yes, of course, nobody wants to, to, uh, to have them on Monday. Like, Monday. If you'll give me Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can have Monday. So this is great that it happened, and it happened now at this time, because we want the... Even these theaters will have Tenet and Mulan opening, hopefully Mulan. We have the New Mutants uh, playing on August 28th as well. So we will have lots of movies coming at the beginning, but it will slow down. So having Universal will guarantee having the comeback classics at these locations. So are we getting anything in October? What are you in October? So far, hopefully, nothing changed. We still have Wonder Woman on October 3rd. Which, like, I believe this will be, like the big thing they are waiting for, like Warner Brothers, even if they didn't make the money that you wanted from Tenet, Wonder Woman will be something that will drive lots of families and uh, people to go to the theaters. And I hope, hope, hope they will not push it. And Candyman is still coming. And Candyman is still coming. Yeah, they pushed it one one week. Yeah, it took the the spot of Halloween. So, fingers crossed, we still get Wonder Woman and Candyman. 
So next up on the news, <laughs> Movies Anywhere, which for those who don't know, Shama, what is Movies Anywhere? Because <laughs> you... <laughs> Literally, like, like when, when I talk about Movies Anywhere to lots of people, including film fans... They have no idea. They said, what? What is that? I don't know. That's I, why I want you to explain it. And once I start talking about it, it's like, oh, no, no, we don't need more of the streaming services. As if, like, I'm a marketing person for the company. <laughs> First of all, it's not a streaming service. It's not a streaming service. It's literally, like, uh, the mother of, like, iTunes, Fandango, Now, Voodoo, Amazon Prime Video for rentals, you know. Movies Anywhere is a service started by Disney in 2014 as Disney Movies Anywhere. Disney was trying to connect all their movies across all the platforms. If you buy the movie from one platform, you can play it on the others. And it was so successful when Disney decided to do something like this to connect them together. After a while, two years, Disney decided to, to get the project bigger and connect it with other filmmakers and other studios, and they called it Movies Anywhere. It included Warner Brothers, Universal, Fox, and of course now it's acquired by Disney, Sony, and some small studios that are distributed by these five big companies. So when you buy a movie on one platform, you will find it on the other. And they have their own... digital, like the digital movie. Digital movie, of course. Or if you redeem a digital code, it'll show up on all the... Yeah, Yeah. which we are still waiting for for two big companies to join, like Lionsgate and Paramount, Mm -hmm. to be there on the list. So, Movies Anywhere, now that you know what it is, they unveiled... Their new co-viewing feature called Watch Together, which will allow up to nine viewers to join a shared room and chat via text in real time as they watch the movie again together. And they're also going to be able to react live to content with like a bunch of different emojis they're going to have available. So, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of these services out there that have been trying to do it. I know people are doing like the Netflix party and cast with cast with a k was another one none particularly great um but shama you got to you got to try this out yes i was part of the beta program for uh, for the new watch together first of all when when the pandemic happened lots of people started watching movies together and they were looking for something how can we have a watch party together virtually and remotely Lots of developers decided to make their own websites or apps, like the Netflix Party, like Cast, as Raul said. But big companies like that initiated this was Hulu for their ad-supported program. You can only watch it on the website on the computer, which is weird that you cannot watch it on the app, on the TV, or on your phone, on your iPad. And Twitch, and you can only watch the Amazon Prime products only, which was weird because... Amazon Prime Video is part of the of the connected program, and it's part of a service that can, you can rent and buy movies on, not like Hulu. So Amazon had the chance to be the first to do their official integrated watch party through their system, but they preferred to keep it only for Twitch, for the video game streaming, and the Amazon Prime Video content. Movies Anywhere decided to, to do this in a very smart and easy you and, and have a wonderful user interface. And as we mentioned, as Raul mentioned earlier, nine viewers doesn't mean nine people only watching. Nine viewers can be nine screens, nine devices. So like nine different families. So one person will be the host 
and he will be the, the one that will send invitation to the other nine groups, and he will be the one controlling the play, the start of the movie, and he will accept requests of pausing or stopping here for, uh, for uh, running to the bathroom or pausing for, to get something to eat within the entire group and the parties. And we, they can chat together. It's so smooth and perfectly embedded in their system. And that's what best thing about technology, when the user interface is done by the same company that created it, if they are developing it in the best way needed for the user. Mm-hmm. In addition to the watch party feature, Movies Anywhere had something else in the beta phase. Now it's called Screen Pass. By Screen Pass, we, men- we mentioned before that Movies Anywhere is not a streaming service. You buy a movie or you rent it and you watch it there. And when you own it, you can invite somebody else to the watch party. One of the conditions, of course, that the other person has to be on it, has to own the movie. Or there's something now in still in beta phase called Screen Pass. Screen Pass means if I own a movie, I can share it with somebody else. Send them a redemption code to watch the movie from my library. Most of the movies are eligible for screen passes, but not not in the first week when the movie is out. So to have the screen pass, the owner of the movie will send an email with the code to one of the family or friends, and the other person will redeem it as if they are renting the movie. You have 14 days to start watching it and 72 hours to finish it, like any other rental on iTunes or Amazon Prime or Vudu. But the point here that you can share a screen pass with someone and at the same time invite them to the watch party. So you can buy the movie, share it with your friend, group of three or four, start it together. And the best thing about it that you don't need to watch it on the computer only. You can watch it on the embedded TV app, on your Apple TV, on your Samsung TV, on your LG. Thankfully, Movies Anywhere is everywhere. So but from my understanding, watch party... Every individual joining the watch party needs to own the film. Needs to own the film. Unless they have a screen pass by somebody. By somebody else. Okay. Cool. I, I think we'll get it better <laughs> when yeah. we use it. It's a lot of information. But no, uh, Movies Anywhere, awesome. If you don't have an account and you have digital movies somewhere, make a Movies Anywhere account. And they'll, they'll show up anywhere. Uh, uh, and all these platforms, Fandango Now, Voodoo. iTunes. iTunes. Amazon Prime Amazon. Video. Microsoft. Movies and TV. Nobody cares about Microsoft. Google, the entire Google um, Play for the Android users and YouTube. So if you connected your your Gmail account through there, you'll find all your Google Play movies and all of them, all your movies will show up on your YouTube account as well. Boom. So that's it for that, guys. Last up on the news and next up on the report, we got the Emmys report. So the nominations dropped today for the Emmys. So first off, I want to congratulate all, we want to congratulate all the nominees. That is awesome. And don't worry, we're not going to go over all the nominees because that would be way too much, especially for that. You think the Oscars is a lot of nominations. The Emmys is crazy. Um, But we are going to go over some of the highlights. So let's get into it. First of all, I'm so happy that Alan Menken finally is one of the EGOT holders. He won an Emmy. So he's the 16th person to be added to that lead group of EGOT winners. The EGOT is like Emmy, Grammy, Oscars, and Tony. They take all of them, they melt them down, and, and then they make one amalgamation of 
All four? Of all four, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the, the purity of the gold of each one of them, but hopefully they are like at the highest percentage. So they, it, 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 it's huge to know like throughout the history, we only have 16 people. 16. 16, one, six. Then Miranda is going to be 17 probably. He's gonna be up there. He's gonna be one. Yeah, I think he will. He would be. He would be there. Like but up there is like John Legend, Tim Rice, Rita Moreno, Audrey Hepburn, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, uh, a lot of great people. And it's so crazy. I didn't know that Audrey Hepburn was one. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. 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 Because I just I I don't know. I always think it's like people who are just singers who get these usually. And break into other avenues. She sang a couple times. Yeah, yeah I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's weird. I know. Yeah, yeah can you guys like you sing? You sing once, your your song will will hit. You will get it. You know. Yeah. Everybody was thinking like uh, Hugh Jackman. I sing all the time, and I don't. I don't get he, Hugh Jackman would have got it because like he's a good singer. He's a good actor. He got so. I I think maybe he will get it one day soon. One day. So I'm glad for Alan Menken finally, like eight times Oscar winner and Tony winner and yeah. all, and Grammy winner. To I know. Be, he, he listens. So to be an Emmy winner. <laughs> so staying on the positive spirit, I want to address the pros before talking about the snubs. So first and foremost, most importantly, what everyone was excited to hear, Quibi got ten nominations, y'all. Yeah, Quibi. You know. The app that you didn't use? It's insane. Insane, <laughs> insane, and unbelievable for somebody, that, for, for a streaming company that was struggling to get users. They're, str- they're heavy on the struggle, though. Yeah. Yes. And they offered 90 days, three months for free for everybody. Yeah. Suddenly, people like realized that all of them will get charged at the same time. So they all canceled their accounts this week. So everybody's canceling this week, and at the same time, they are getting nominated for 10 Emmy Awards. For me, I, I, I cannot consider the product, um, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to call it. Like, Quibi for me is for the bathroom. <laughs> like, watching a four, five, eight minute small show, okay. A show for me that I cannot play on TV, I cannot consider the show. It's like, on TV now. Yeah, now they, they for the struggle they really, they made a, an Apple TV app, and then on the first week they were so like uh, against even allowing you to airplay from your Apple TV from your phone to your Apple TV because yeah. they said it's indicated to be played in portrait. Uh, but listen, at, at least they accepted and went back. Right, they weren't stubborn and decided no, this is only for phones and we will not allow. No, they were like, no, nah, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna go upside down if we don't switch up our views soon. Yeah. And now they're allowed to play on the TV, so maybe it'll bring them back, and maybe these ten Emmy nominations. I'm really excited for Jasmine Cephas Jones, who uh, is nominated for her performance on Hashtag Free Ray Sean. Personally, I never gave Quibi a chance because it was so heavily pushed by celebrities. Yeah. Which made me feel like it wasn't good because sometimes that's a ploy. But it's interesting because at least there are actually celebrities on their shows, like big names. Like Sophie Turner. But it's not like they were just like, yeah, you don't know any of these actors, but you should really. (laughs) No, I'm not on a show, but you should watch Quibi. No, like they were actually a lot of them were on the show. So next up, Hulu's Ram, Rami, Remy, 
Rami. Rami. It's like Rami Manny. You I can said, say Rami, 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 but that's Rami. true. It is Rami Malik. Yeah. So who lose? Rami <laughs> makes history by becoming the first Muslim American sitcom to land an Emmy nomination. Shama. Are there, I'm excited about this. But are there many Muslim American sitcoms? That's why I was surprised when the announcement was said in this way, you know? <laughs> I said maybe they mean like first Muslim American person to be nominated. And no. I said like, they don't know their religious beliefs for everyone, you know? <laughs> so, so and I don't see, I don't think we've seen like more than two sitcoms. I don't remember anything. Allah. I don't remember. Is that Muslim American? No. Yeah, but like that's a movie. And that's, that's a, a movie. And right, it's not right, a sitcom, right. you know? So, and so this, this feels, I'm not going to lie, this feels like an NFL stat. You know, like in NFL, they're always yeah, like, just like made oh, up for this. Yeah, know? like hey, he's the first running back to tackle at a thirty-seven degree angle while running at twelve miles an hour while the wind was blowing against them at seventeen miles. Like it, it, it seems like a, like a made-up stat. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Regardless, I'm excited. for <laughs> Exactly. Rami. Regardless, of <laughs> Rami, Rami. I'm excited for Rami's nominations. I, though I think that. The the uh, headline for this is more to like draw people in exactly than like I, I think is necessary. But like Rami Rami is a great show. Exactly, it takes, so. it, the title might take away from from the from the show, especially the way it was targeted this way. But this yeah. doesn't take or undervalue the show. Like yeah. nevertheless, this show is really really good. Like I enjoyed the first season. I enjoyed the the twist and the the things they added in the second one. Of course, I'm so happy as well for nomination for Mahershala Ali for this role because the show season two just dropped mm-hmm. and the nomination happened for him. The nomination happened for Rami, which he just won the Golden Globe for best lead actor in a comedy. It's great. It's great achievement. Of course, like I'm proud of him being uh, from Egyptian origins, like me. Uh, Egyptian, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm so happy with the show. I mean, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying that he uses lots of Egyptian folkloric music, Egyptian songs from the 80s and the 70s, lots of cheesy uh, dead jokes, uh, even writing the name of the show in English and Arabic next to each other. Um, it's l- lots of small things that like really added a lot to the show. Despite the entirety of this show, can like is is a pure great Hollywood production on this on that level, you know. Adding yeah. these things are new and different. Yeah, it's really really good, really really good. Next up, Netflix guys. Netflix absolutely shatters the record of most nominations for a single network or a streamer, which was previously held by HBO at 137. Netflix lands at a whopping. 160 nominations this year. So, give it up for But then that's 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 an incredible achievement. Uh, Netflix and HBO dominated the nominations this year. HBO falling second at 107, which is still way under Netflix's 160. But the next network to come in third place is NBC with 47. That is a huge gap. So again, congrats, I mean, congrats to all the networks. But Netflix, record-breaking nominations this year. And A, they've been dominating the streaming wars. We've said this many times. People talk about it. They drop content like nobody else. 
it, 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 it makes sense and it's well deserved, uh, especially considering that HBO doesn't have Game of Thrones, which for the last ten years they've been dominating because of Game of Thrones. It, Netflix this year taking over. That being said, it is still important to know HBO still has the single show with the most nominations, which is Watchmen with twenty six. This is great to have a show for with 26 nominations. Now I'm more excited to watch it. Like every time I keep putting on my list, like really this year, in addition to what's going on being unprecedented, but we have lots of high quality digital content like on, on TV, special mm-hmm. streaming services. They are doing their best. Netflix is in another level trying to compete with everything, making the quality they believe in. Like the, there are some shows that they know that they will not be nominated for anything. And they are just like not filling airtime. No, they are filling targeted audi- audi- audience. Like they are fi- like they, they know that some like people... Like the kissing booth. Like the kissing booth, yeah. you know? That's like, not going to be an Oscar. Exactly. Or a Golden Globe or anything. <laughs> but, but exactly. And but they know who they are targeting the show for, you know? The Umbrella Academy, like people, they, they said like they loved the first show. Some people said they didn't. And lots of people are excited for the second show. A movie that we just seen, The Old Guard, uh, TV shows that that's happening and it's continuous happening. Now with the Ozark, it's, it's Ozark, you know, Incredible. big streaming war happening now between HBO Max, Netflix, Peacock. Everybody's competing <laughs> to have the best content. It's through Peacock, that's fine. Yeah, I throw it now. <laughs> it's still NBC. So the NBC with their forty-seven nominations, they need to compete more. I know that, like, as far as I'm excited for all of them, but. Apple TV Plus, they were so picky in choosing great content. Great content. But the number of nominations w- wasn't expected to be that low for them. Mm. I think Apple TV Plus got like 18, 19. Yeah, which we, I believe they should have more. You know, um, Netflix is doing great on documentaries, and that's why like they got lots of nominations there. They are doing great. Lots of shows are, are jumping on different levels. So, and it's getting better because with, with, with the announcements, with the amount of movies that are coming, amount of TV shows, and same with HBO Max. We have Lovecraft, Love, we have Lovecraft Country. J.J. Abrams is producing it. it. It's a big hit coming. They are still having Westworld. They are still having, like, so lots of things with HBO Max is happening and Netflix having lots of additions. Also, Netflix is doing something great that they are only not producing in the U.S. They are producing worldwide. So now we have like lots of original content in, in Indian, in Arabic, in Spanish, in Portuguese, in Chinese. So all over the world, they are, do, they are trying to pick the content that will make the world universal and make people in France watch a show in Indian subtitled in French. Of course, m- me mentioning like in Indian or Chinese, I don't mean like there's no Indian language or Chinese, but I mean like in Tamil, in Hindu. It, it depends on the show. In, in Mandarin, in simplified Chinese, you know, it's different different uh, languages in the But the point is that you are watching a different language, subtitled by your own language for a production that you have never seen before. It's getting universal. And yeah. Netflix is trying to do the best in this. Like the South Korean TV shows now that are dominating there. Netflix is trying to produce three big shows soon in Korean, in South Korea, from South Korea. So... It's great. I want to get into the bad news now. Somebody please tell me how Euphoria only got six nominations. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. And did not get nominated for Best Series Drama. But The Mandalorian got nominated for Best Series Drama. Like, 
The Mandalorian. We all know how incredibly underwhelming episode by episode that show was. Also, Stranger Things Season 3. Please raise your hand if you loved Stranger Things Season 3. What a disappointment. Loved? But yet, it got nominated for Best Series Drama. But Euphoria got no I I don't... That's just like... I feel like it's just ignorance. And I... Because of the like, content? did you not see Euphoria? Did you just vote for what you saw in pop culture? That's what I I'm- assume. That's what I assume. Um, man, it's uh, it's it's a it's a real shame because I I know a lot of people chose not to see Euphoria because of the content, and maybe that's why they chose not to give it enough notice. But like this this is rough. Euphoria is one of the best shows made. It is last year, hands down. I'm so excited for Zendaya. Great for her for her nomination uh, for best lead, but it, it's rough to not see uh, Euphoria nominated for best series, but The Mandalorian and Stranger Things got nominated. Like ridiculous that that was that was a that was a, a, a tough hit for me, it's a tough pill for me to swallow. And uh, it, it, yeah, it's fair for, like for, for you to be sad and for us to be disappointed. Me being a Star Wars fan, I. I I had some concerns on The Mandalorian. Yes, I like the show in some way or another, but no, it does not deserve to be nominated. The for technicals, this. sure. Yeah, technicals, because they are new. You know, like no green screens. You're using the new LED screens all over the place, playing the, the real footage behind the, the actors, giving them like more of, of, of realistic reactions. But I don't believe it should have been nominated for Best Drama over... Uh, Euphoria, or even Stranger Things 3, it doesn't deserve to be nominated at all. So I, I'm happy with the, for their six nominations, I'm happy for Zendaya, but I'm so disappointed. This show should have been nominated for Best Drama. Another show that should have been nominated for Best Drama, Defending Jacob. Exactly. What happened? Defending Jacob, I know I know, guys, a lot of people out there have not gotten on the Apple TV Plus train. Like, Apple TV Plus is putting out really, really great content. The Morning Show, I'm so excited for their nominations. That's fantastic. Defending Jacob is phenomenal. Chris Evans delivers an yeah. incredible performance in that show. J.K. Um, Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Morton Tildum did, he directed his tail off. Like that, it, 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 it's a, a really, really, really phenomenal show. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. You can check out our episode on where we talk about it. Like that, that's a great show, and it, it got no nominations. And it's eligible to be nominated. And it's eligible, yeah. I mean, that's really strange that the, this show didn't hit a single nomination. June 31st is when the nominating window, uh, the, the qualifying window ended, and the last episode of Fending Jacob dropped uh, May 29th. So it's, it's, we, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it just fell through the cracks. But Euphoria, Defending Jacob, really unfortunate. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, she, three shows that she was part of. Yeah, Big Little Lies, job. Little Fires Everywhere. That's the sequel to Big Little Lies. This is the word little. <laughs> no. And the morning show. She only got nominated for as a producer for uh, for the show. That's it. But like she didn't get nominated as an actress for any of these three. Yeah, it's it's it's... It's really weird, but this the, doesn't make any sense because of where we are. Everybody has time to see everything. Yeah, they have time to watch everything. I want to watch you for it. I don't care. I want to watch you for it again. Yeah, it deserves it. And mentioning defending Jacob, like 
I, I, did, I thought that the show didn't get nominated for anything. It got nominated for, for cinematography. Oh, it did. Yeah, it, it got nominated for outstanding cinematography and original main title theme music. So the show is... Sure. How this show did not get nominated for Best Director for like two or three of these episodes or as a Best Drama. It's a drama more than The Mandalorian and it's overall, it's a better show over The Mandalorian. Way better. So this is insane. Okay, you don't want to nominate Steve... Uh, Rogers, not Steve Rogers. Chris, wow, <laughs> Chris Evans, Captain America, Michelle, Michelle Dockery. What a performance <laughs> from Michelle Dockery. Jaden Martell did an amazing job. Uh, uh, Cherry Jones, Morton Tildum, again, like I said, directing. Uh, J.K. Simmons in this show, like incredible. Listen, I, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. All right, the Emmys. Are we? I mean, we got the nominations way early. The Emmys are, as of now, Sunday, September 20th. We'll Hopefully, with everything being pushed, it will not be pushed yeah. since it's virtual, right? Or they are not happening in person. They are not inviting. I don't think so. The ceremony. So, so how are they going to give them the awards? Like they will send the camera to the nominees at home? No, they're going to have to be on their on their FaceTime call. Hello, like, is, is this thing working? Oh my gosh! <clears throat> Can you imagine the Zoom call? Oh my god, this would be amazing. I, I really like you know, like watching like Zendaya from home, like I'm cooking dinner and watching, yeah. you know, like oh wow. I like and Jennifer I am su- I'm sure like uh, Sandra O oh, like would be like amazing, like standing there waiting for the nomination, you know. Yeah. I, I wanna see everybody like not in there. I, w- I wonder if it's going to be a mix of, like, people, like, dress really nice at their home and then a couple people in, like, sweatpants and, like, <laughs> their, their hair is, like, going to pull it down. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, whatever. Oh, I won? Hey, thanks so much. I'm going to go back to taking care of my kids. Peace. Beep. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. So, yeah, like I said, Sunday, September 20th, maybe, probably, Emmys happening. We don't know what it's going to look like, but... I don't even know if I'm going to watch because of Euphoria and Defending Jacob. But that's it for today, guys. It's been Thanks for sticking with us. It's been a long show. We talked about a lot of stuff. I had a lot of information coming your way. Make sure you get at us on all the socials. That's mreportpod. We'll get at me on all the socials at mreportpod, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you like, subscribe, you comment, you share. Share with all your friends, your family, your peeps. Should you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, guys? Uh, if you don't got time to write one, hey, just click on the stars. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, it's a great way for people to find us. Helps us climb the charts and helps people know that we are here for their listening pleasure. Guys, where can people find you? Everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mohammed Shama. You can find me on Instagram at Ezerphoto E Z E R. And you can find me, like I said, at M Report Pod. Hey, be a part of the show. If you got a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.